Hello, Tea Doodler here. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to start with my mood earlier this evening to talk through that because getting in these um, really bad moods basically every day has become a pattern that I want to talk about because maybe I can figure it out and examine it a little bit. So tonight around 7 p.m., um, I just got into this dark, scary, hopeless, feeling bad mood. And I don't think anything triggered it, anything specific at least, but I kept replaying different thoughts um, of feeling rejected, of feeling um, left and abandoned by my ex. Um, And then I was even thinking, all right, well... That's it. Bad mood. Night's ruined. Um, Don't record an episode tonight. And then I started thinking, well, what are some little things I can do? And so I went for a long walk. Um, I listened to an audible book, and I'll talk about that later. And then I thought, I didn't meditate today. And this would be day three of meditating in a row, and I really didn't want to. I wanted to skip it completely. And then I did a 10 minute session and I feel so much better. So, um, I don't think I'm any closer to figuring out like how to completely avoid these bad moods, but at least I came out of it and now I'm talking to you. And so I really hope someone is in a bad mood and decides to put this on and my voice can bring them out of it a little bit. Um, Isn't that so interesting how, like, I can get into a mood that seems like it really will last forever, um, and then it doesn't, and then I'm fine, and so, um, okay, well, good segment, dude. (laughs) Now I wanted to talk about, um, the book I was listening to. A lot of you know it, and someone on Instagram recommended it to me, it's The Unexpected Joy of Being Single by Catherine Gray. And my experience finding this book was just so funny because on sober Instagram accounts, it's like every other day, someone takes a picture of the blue book uh, with, I think it's a bird coming out of a cage. And the title is The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober. And it kind of became white noise for my eyes where I never, I don't know, I never read it. And I, I just kind of like was one of those things that I saw all the time. So I became kind of numb to it. And then when I went through my breakup, initially someone messaged me and was very specific, told me I need to read The Unexpected Joy of Being Single. And I listened to most of it and then I took a break And I was feeling pretty good about going back to it today. And the last chapter was absolutely incredible. And if you know it, um, I'm probably going to butcher it, but I want to explain the concept um, briefly where your heart is like a vast, beautiful countryside estate. And so you're picturing like a big beautiful stone house with like lots of rooms and um that's your heart and 
essentially you have like a friendship room where you can have like game night with your friends and you also have a family room and you have all these different rooms. It's like a really big, beautiful house. And there's also a very high tower and that's your romantic love. And you only invite very special people in there. And um, it feels really good to be in there with someone. But sometimes they leave. Sometimes you kick them out. Sometimes they trash this room and leave a mess. And sometimes you think it's like the only room you have in the house. Um, but it's not. And so that room may not be a good room to sit in for very long because, you know, you're in there alone now, but go into one of the other rooms and it's your house. You own the deed to it and it's yours. And something about that felt, um, to hit the nail on the head for me. And I've never thought of it that way. Um, so I hope that helps someone out there. Read Catherine Gray's book, The Unexpected Joy of Being Single. And then uh, back to that mood I was in. Thank God my therapist told me this a while ago because this kind of... She keeps telling me these things that help me in these bad moments where I'm, I feel like I'm spiraling out of control. But um, I was talking about feelings because that's what you do in therapy and she said she was happy to hear me um, kind of talk about sadness I was feeling and she said yeah it's good to hear your sadness come out because you've been so angry and I was absolutely confused I thought angry no I've been sad this entire time and um, she stopped me and said well, no, um, all those dark moods, those dark moments where you feel like your brain is spinning, that was anger. And I was like, really? I thought, I thought that was me just being really sad, like in the fetal position, in my bed, in the dead of the night. That to me seems like sadness. And she explained that anger can go outward or inward. And typically when we think of anger you think of someone like yelling and punching and screaming and kicking like a toddler's temper tantrum but then I guess when we are taught more or less that anger isn't okay we then turn it inward and so that's kind of where my moods are oh see already I'm happy I'm talking this out loud because it's helping me so that mood I had earlier today sounds like that, that like I was feeling angry. And so what I do is since I don't feel comfortable screaming out loud or yelling at someone, I turn it inward. And I think the way it looks for me is that I spin the same thoughts over and over and it's like picking at these emotional scabs or um, not to make light of self-harm, um, but like emotional cutting, um, it, it just, it hurts so bad, but I keep doing it and that's anger, I think. I also thought, could I just like go to my therapy sessions and play these recordings for her? <laughs> I'm not going to ask her to listen to them outside of our session time because that's narcissistic. Like, hey therapist, subs- 
like and subscribe, leave a five-star review. So I want to share that because maybe it'll help you. Maybe you didn't know that anger can go inward and that might be a little secret to your bad moods. Um, Then the next thing I want to talk about is my birthday is this coming Saturday and I was getting really upset, really sad that we're in a situation that I can't have even just a simple dinner at a restaurant and so... I was really upset. And then I realized I have to do things that I know will make me happy later. Just like making the coffee the night before and setting the timer or cleaning the kitchen puts me in a great mood. I sent out a text to about like eight friends and I said, my birthday's this Saturday. I'm going to be in this park from this time to this time. Bring a towel or a blanket to sit six feet away from me. And I got at least like five responses saying they're they're down. They're going to come. And so now my birthday went from being something really sad to something I'm excited about. And then I also have my, like my A-team squad of friends that I went to high school with. I'm going to set up a Zoom call with them early in the morning so that, well, early is going to be like 10 a.m. That's pretty early for a Saturday. Um so that I can wake up and have like a good start to my day and then maybe a few hours to myself before meeting friends in the park. And then that was something, there was a point I wanted to share with anyone out there about this, like setting plans up for yours. Oh, this was helpful. So um, the concept of putting, thinking about what you want in the world and then you making it your task to put it out into the world yourself. So like, if you want more love, you have to be loving. And so that's just like a short, simple example of it. I guess like if you want people to listen to you, you need to listen to other people and like be a good listener. And so I was really sad about, you know, not feeling included to things or not feeling like I'm involved. And then I realized the best thing to do is to be the person who makes plans ahead of time, include people. And I'm very happy I did it. Again, these are very, very basic things that I feel most people learned when they were 10 and I'm learning them now. Um, So better late than never. And then um, I'm going to be back with a doodle. Okay, this is the latest post of mine. I had um, a joyous time with my watercolors today. And it's a simple blue mug. And it has colors kind of coming out of it. And under it, it says, I gave up alcohol and gained so much more. And then the colors coming out of the mug say, self-love, balance, perspective, peace, and When I did this, I thought it was kind of cheesy, but now that I'm talking about it out loud, I want to give myself a moment of reflection to really give myself the credit where credit is due, that um, I have gained some of these things. And so, like, self-love, I mean, hold on. I don't need to go into detail about, like, bad experiences I've had, but when I read the term self-love... It makes me think of those 
dive bars where I've been absolutely trashed, wasted, and I'm in the bathroom. And I'm talking about like these gross dive bar bathrooms where like Sharpie graffiti is on the walls and because people think they're so cool and that your feet are sticking to the tile floor and I would just like look in these mirrors and I would look at myself and be like oh my god you're so wasted I wish I wasn't wasted I wish I was home I wish I was um I wish I like didn't feel this way and so now that I have a little bit more love for myself I don't put myself in those situations where I'm in those disgusting bathrooms um another note about those bathrooms I don't know if you've been to those dive bars but like and maybe this is like men's room specific but sometimes there's just like the urinals and then the normal toilet that you sit down on with no division and I don't want this to be always about like talking about poop but what if you got to go number two when you're on the night out, on the town. Is that how people talk about going out? (laughs) But like, if you have to poop and there's no door between the toilet and the urinals, it's like, you're expected to just sit and poop in front of them? No, thank you. Back to self-love. I love myself too much to ever need to be in that bathroom. Anyway, the next word is balance and then perspective, and then peace. And I have to say, I have a lot more of those three things. Balance, I mean, my moods come strong, but like, there's balance to them. Like, they don't stay as long, I'm finding. They are happening fewer and farther in between, which I'm really excited about, but also it stresses me out because I never know when a bad mood is going to hit. And when it does hit it feels just as strong as it used to anyway um I'm trying to be forgiving of myself for talking about this stuff so much because I know it's the point of this is so that you can relate to someone going through a breakup or hard times what have you but at the same time I'm like starting to be sick of hearing myself talk about it um Perspective, I wrote that down because it just like sounded good and I feel like it's true. I Yeah, I'm gaining perspective and like, I mean, the longer I don't drink, the more I have friends who will mention things or people will message me who like are starting to get to know me. Kind of like, not that I'm starting to date, but like I'll talk to a few people here and there and they start conversations by saying, oh, I'm so hungover. And I, like, back to perspective, I'm kind of able to, like, receive messages like that without judging people, but then I'll offer something like, oh, do you know you don't need to have hangovers the day after? And usually they don't, they don't get what I mean, and then I'm like, well, you don't, have you thought about not drinking alcohol? And then they go, ha, 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 ha. Okay, um, anyway, the last one is peace, and... I think that might be a newer one for me where it's definitely coming with the meditation I'm doing. So 10 minutes a day of meditating and I feel pretty zen right now. I 
I do watercolors all the time. That's peaceful. My doodles, my post. And now I talk to you. And so I'm pretty peaceful, pretty happy. I'm in a good mood. I hope you know I'm in a good mood. I wasn't before and I'm mellow and I'm trying not to be super loud because, you know, my neighbors might be listening. But um, again, that's my paranoia that I don't need to get into. And all right. I'm so happy I did this. I'm happy you listened. Um, I hope you as you listen to these, that you're tidying up or you do one one small thing to help you um, put yourself in a better mood or in a good mood. Um, all right. I love you. Goodbye.